Hello, everybody. I am Sino Agueze. And I'm Kelly Agueze. And, and this, this is Agueze Uncut. This podcast is a free-flowing conversation where we dive into a variety of topics. Mm-hmm. Some will make you laugh. Others will make you think. But we hope that no matter what, you enjoy being a part of the conversation. So listen up, everybody. We're starting right now. We're starting right now. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Welcome to 2020. Welcome to 2020. It's 2020. And today we are talking all things this year. It seems like we just said Happy New Year. It's 2019. Yeah. Man, time is going fast. (laughs) Yeah. You know, wow. Yeah, it it, it runs so, so fast. And I think it's going to happen again in 2020. I think. 2021. Oh. (laughs) No, I mean that 2020 is going to run as that fast. fast. like 2019. Yeah, 2019. Yeah. yeah, because you guys, half of the schedule is already gone. Yeah. yeah. yeah so, we're already yeah. down towards the end of the year already. Yeah, we're so. already in August. Mm. Well, if we're in August, that means we have a baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Let's see how one. fast things go Let's after that. Let's see how fast things go <laughs> after gonna, the baby. It's going to go fast. <laughs> yeah, I don't, think the pod, I don't think the portal knows. Yeah. No, they, well, they should know because we announced it yeah, online. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but somebody's probably like, what? You know, somebody always doesn't know. So, hey. Yeah. They got a baby. Yeah. They did, know, it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. did it. They'll tell you more about that in February. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about that for Valentine. That's a good idea. That'd be a good topic. Yeah. Yeah. Good topic. Yeah. Good topics. Good topic. But we're going to jump right in. How you guys feel about New Year's resolutions? Hmm. Well, um, I think... Um, you want me to go first? Yeah. I think Kelly will go first on this one. <laughs> Okay, well, for me, I don't know how I feel about them now, but I know in the past I've made quite a few that I did not keep. So, wait a minute, let me break it down. Let me let me explain what a New Year's resolution is before we get too far into it. What is a New Year's resolution, okay? Let me define it for y'all. Y'all ready? Baby, you ready? Mm-hmm. A New Year's resolution is a tradition most common in the Western Hemisphere, but also found in the Eastern Hemisphere, in which a person resolves... That's where you get the word resolution from. Resolve. Mm-hmm. A person resolves to change an undesired trait or behavior mm. to accomplish a personal goal or otherwise improve their life. So, like, for me, mm. I just think back to when I really did. I don't know if it was a New Year's resolution. That's why I'm, like, kind of torn now, like, how I feel about a resolution. I, think it's, I don't think anything's wrong with it. Mm-hmm. But for me, like, in 2016, when I resolved... Um, that I was going to start every morning by making up my bed. Like that that one act um, actually changed my life and it actually uh, led me to getting up early in the morning and beginning to pray. Like it seems like how could just making a commitment to make up your bed, but I didn't know at the time that like something as simple as committing to making up your bed. And I started to ask a lot of people, do you make your bed? Brenda, do you make mm-hmm. your bed before you leave home in the morning? Most of the time I do unless I'm late. Okay, unless you're late. So... In an average week, how many times a week would you say you make your bed? Out of the seven-day week, my Mm -hmm. bed is made four times, five times. Okay. I never used to make my bed. And I just decided, I didn't know at the time, I I studied it later, that making something, a simple decision like that, which you could say was a resolution, because I did do it in January, Mm -hmm. um, gives you control over your day. Like, that's the first, because at that time, my life was like spinning out of control. And I know it was the Spirit of God, even though it seems so practical. Like, why would the Holy Spirit tell me to make up my bed? But it had to be Him, because otherwise I still wouldn't be making it up. But that one thing gave me a sense of control. And from that one thing and being faithful, it's like, I'm going to make up my bed every single morning. And then the next thing you know, like I started doing it for a week or two. 
And then after that, I was like, I'm going to start getting up and praying every morning. I'm going to give the Lord the first, you know, 25 minutes of my day, no matter what. And when mm-hmm. I'm committed to those two things, it's like it it literally changed my life. And, and so for me, I guess you could say it was a resolution, but I wasn't really looking at it like that at the time. I was just looking at a way to gain better control over my life and just how to become a better person. But that actually does fit the description and definition of a New Year's resolution. Well, um, I think in the, that definition you read, what kind of stood out for me, because um, you kind of know, you know, consciously know, but sometimes you're not fully aware that resolutions have to do with us changing mm-hmm. something about us in order to improve upon um, the lives that we currently have. So in order for me to, um, you know, not only wish right. or desire things or wish that things would change in my life, I have to look inward. You know, I, there, there's something specific I have to work on in my own soul, in my own head, in my own life. If I'm going to enjoy uh, all the goals that I've set out to achieve, all those great things that I want to experience in my own personal life. And so that really um, changes the whole equation when we begin to look at resolutions. Because I don't think a lot of people see it that way. Another thing, though, like a resolution is really like a goal right? Uh, People who actually set goals are more likely to achieve them than, okay, like, let's say if I had said, I'm going to make up my bed, I'm just going to start making up my bed. But I actually committed and I said, I um, am going to make up my bed every morning. So I was more specific. Mm -hmm. It's just like saying, like when I said, okay, that led to no matter what, because I got tired of running out of the door, bed unmade, not spending any time in prayer, then wondering why my day was all jacked up. Right. You know what I'm saying? It was just out of order. And so then I started saying, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start spending the first 25 minutes of my morning in prayer, no matter what. And but I gave it a specific mm-hmm. every morning, 25 minutes, right. no matter what. So it's like instead of saying, I'm gonna pray more, okay, what does that look like? I'm gonna make up my bed. Okay, when? Two times a week, three times a week, four times a week. I'm going to exercise more. Okay, okay. What does that look like? Every time you feel like it, or I'm going to commit to three days a week, four days a week, five days a week. So I think the more specific we can be, um, the more likely we are to actually achieve, and the more realistic too. You don't want to go setting something crazy. You haven't been to the gym in five years. Don't go saying yeah. you're going to go seven days a week. Right. Start small, yeah. but you're more likely to achieve those goals if you're more specific. Because a resolution, it is a goal. Right. It's something funny too about you saying uh, making your bed. Like, if you forget to, or not forget, but you wake up late and you don't make your bed, you come back to the house, like, you leave in chaos, and when you come, come back, back to the house, you, in chaos. you feel like it's chaos there again, because it's something about coming home to an unmade bed. It it's really like, is. It's like, yeah, even if you're about to get in it, like, it's Trinity true. will make it up again. Yeah, get in it, make it up before you even get in it. Make it up before you get in Absolutely. Yep. Um, I'm reading here, and yeah. I'm looking at the top 10... Wow. New Year's resolution. <laughs> what I know guys? losing weight. Number one, <laughs> 71% of resolutions will be diet or healthy eating. Wow. wow. And how long do how long do we keep it? Most of the time, I don't think we make it 30 days. Because you know, no, it's normally 21 days is the beginning of format formatting a habit. You mm-hmm. know, it's the formation of a habit. 21 days. No, it can take longer, anywhere between I want to say 21 and 45, 21 to 60. But typically, right. if you do something consistently for three weeks. Yeah. You have formed a habit, yeah. be it good or bad. You know, in the black community, we say um, people don't make it to Dr. King <laughs> oh, <laughs> with the New Year's resolution. Oh, Lord, that's barely two weeks. Yeah, they, they say you don't make it to Dr. King's uh, Why birthday. is that? <laughs> why, why is it, though? I have no idea. Maybe that's the real first break. 
Because you got a system of going, going, going. Then you're off. Then you're off. Like you're off. Uh, you don't go to work that day. A lot of people don't go to work right. that day. You know, family gets together, have a cookout or yeah. something that day. So, yeah, but like that's that's the uh, in our culture they say we don't make it to Dr. King without rec- resolutions. Number two was exercise more. Okay. Uh, number three, and that's sixty five percent of resolutions. Number three. 54% lose weight. So one, wow. two, and three. All are about all diet about exercise. Diet exercise. Okay. Number four is the first one that actually comes up that's different. Save more and spend less. Okay, finances. Yeah, that's finances. Number five, and that's 32% of resolutions. Just 32% of people that took this survey want to save more and spend But remember, less. even if that's your resolution, I think it's a good one because in 2016, I took myself to a cash budget I, and it changed my life yeah. and I realized how much I was wasting and how much I actually had if I wasn't blowing it, swiping my uh, debit card at Family mm-hmm. Dollar and places like that, just getting miscellaneous stuff that I didn't need. So when you say I'm going to save more, spend less, you probably got to get a little tighter than that. Right. Like, I'm right. not going to eat out, or I'm not going to do this, or if I can't pay cash for it, I'm not going to get it. You know, mm-hmm. you're more likely to stick to it instead of just, you know, I'm going to, you know, save more, spend less. Yep. Yeah. Save more, spend less. Mm-hmm. Uh, what church was this? They had, uh, it's a church in Jackson. I'm not going to say the name of the church. <laughs> they have this thing called, um, like, this finance class. Mm. And part of the finance class, you have to be in it. You can't spend money on anything that you don't buy that's on your list that week. So your um, food, you have a specific grocery list that you make. And if you don't have it at the house, you can't eat it. Wow. Like, so there's even snacks from the gas station. And you have people saying just in food, they save $600 a month. I'm t- you don't realize how much you waste just sometimes. Just in food. Yep. So you can spend, you, you know what, I might have to do that. It works. It just has a lot of discipline. Yeah. Uh, number five was learn a new skill or hobby. That's mm. 26% of people. Mm. Number six, quit smoking. Mm-hmm. Wow. Number seven, read more. Number eight, find another job. Mm. <laughs> number nine, drink less alcohol. Oh. And number 10, spend more time with family and friends. Mm. Okay. That's nice to even know that made the list in a world yeah. today where everybody's so detached. Yeah, 13% of people, yeah, spend wow. more time with. Wow. And this um, is a survey of 200,000 people. Wow. 200,000 people. 200,000. Wow. And, and did, did it say where they took the survey from? Uh, let me see. Let me see. That's curious. Or can I say that? Hold on. Da, da, da. No worries if you don't see it. Yeah, I'm looking. Let's keep talking. Mm hmm. Um, so, so Pastor Sino, uh, yes. in Nigeria and in London, do they do New Year's resolutions? Oh yeah, I think it's a global phenomenon. I think global all over and, the world. And, and most in a lot of different religions too, not just Christianity. Really? Yes. Hmm. Okay. Oh, look at this! Look at this! Look at this! This is from Business Insider. Okay. One of the biggest reasons people fail to keep their New Year's resolutions is because they are not specific enough. Not specific enough. It's easier to drop out or walk away when you set goals or resolutions that are vague. Mm. Exactly what I said in the beginning. Yeah. It's exactly what you said. And on average, <laughs> how long do New Year's resolutions last on average? New Year's resolutions are a flawed way to reach an admirable goal. This is someone's mm. opinion, of course. It's in oh, Forbes right. magazine. Becoming the best version of ourselves reports a higher success rate. Both agree that about a third of resolutions do not make it past the first month. 
And again, it says on average, it takes about 66 days before a new habit becomes automatic. Somebody said 21 to 60 days. So they're mm -hmm. saying it's, it's a flawed way to reach a goal. But we've already read typically because it's not specific enough. But then, you know, everyone agrees that most don't make it out of the first month because they're not specific enough. Not specific enough. Mm -hmm. Not specific enough. I don't enough. think you should make a resolution just because it's a new year and it's a thing to do. You yeah. need to make a resolution because you truly... I, I think, you know, I know that I'm more likely to stick to something if I, if I have to talk with God about it. Mm -hmm. God, I want to make this improvement in my life and I can't do it without your spirit and your power. But I want to do it so that I can become a better version of myself so that you could use me to bring glory and honor to your name. Matthew 6.33. Amen. Yeah, so when man. you do it that way, yeah. it's not just about it's not just about me doing something for myself, but so that I can be more useful to advance the kingdom. And maybe if you put it in that perspective, instead of just, I want to stop doing this or stop doing that. But but why? Because I think you, we've talked about it. You've talked about it before. You know, why? It's not like, even with having money, why do you want to have money? So that you can be a, an instrument, a tool in the earth realm to advance the kingdom. So it's like when you tell God the why behind it. Why do I want to lose weight? Because mm -hmm. I want to run my race, the race you've already said before me, and I want to finish it. I want to finish it strong. Not mm -hmm. just because I want to look good in a bathing suit. Yeah. But and, because I really want to be used by God yeah, and, to bring glory to his and name. And that's the reality of it. Like, for real. Like, people want to look lose weight. Yeah. First and foremost, not to run the race. They trying to look better for themselves. What was that? The first mm. four? <laughs> one, two, and oh no, one, two. It was the first three or four. Yeah, the first three yeah. were about diet and exercise. And I guarantee you, none of them think about running the race. <laughs> but but I <laughs> race. You know, in as much as we want to keep uh, this particular uh, podcast as practical, the the reasons, the 10 top reasons to me, all come across very shallow. Mm. It depends you know, on your reasoning. Um, and I'm sure they because, weren't asking a bunch of saved folks either. I'm sure it was just a general Random. Yeah, I know it's mm -hmm. a general reason. Um, you know, but for me, it's almost like, you know, going back to what Kelly said, I think it's, you know, until you really define mm -hmm. why you're doing what you're doing, nothing you're doing makes sense. That's true. You know what I mean? Uh, so, like you said, you know, okay, I need to lose weight. But why? And, and of course, for some people, it may be health issues, right. health reasons. There's nothing wrong with that. But I think that the work of, when people talk about resolution, it sounds cute. It sounds mm -hmm. amazing. Fun. But they just, I don't think we fully understand the work that needs to go into it, how we need to process it, mm -hmm. how we need to prepare for it, how we need to stick with it. Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. work is a work most people are not willing to do. And I think that's why we fail. That's mm -hmm. why we fail because yeah. we're not willing to do that work. We, we talk about these things, but we don't give it the time to process it. Let me quote something. One of my, what I call maybe my third Bible is a small mini book written by James Allen. Uh -huh. Everybody knows James yes. Allen as a man think it. I like to encourage everybody. You can mm -hmm. download it from the I started from, back reading it again. From the net. You don't even have to buy it. So mm -hmm. that's how free it is. Mm -hmm. But it says here, one of the quotes, men are anxious to improve their circumstances, but are unwilling to improve themselves. Mm. Wow. They therefore remain bound. They therefore remain bound. And so you know, I'm mm. always, I'm a believer that when you, it goes back to what Jesus said in, in Luke 14, I believe, 26. He says, you know, before you build this huge thing you want to build, just sit down, settle down, look into your own soul, make sure that you have what it takes to finish. Mm -hmm. Is that the you count know? the cost? Yeah, count the cost, mm -hmm. you know, estimate the cost, count the cost and, and stuff like that. So resolution to me requires that we make sure we get the internal fortitude, internal wiring to finish all the goals that we've, you know, anything that is not a part of your habit until you forge it into a habit, the unlikeliness of achieving it 
is near to impossible. But I like what you said about the circumstances. Like, you know, we always want our circumstances to change, but how willing are we to change? Right. Because, like, I just keep going back. I kid you not. And I have witnesses, my coworkers, I was still at the VA. When I, I just went to a cash budget, it was the craziest thing. It was the hardest thing. But I was like, you know what? I'm tired. I have enough money. Right. Like, I am so stinking tired and I have enough money. And I'm up here every day working all day, you know, working like this. I don't have any money. And I was like, okay, God. You know, I'm, I want to learn this discipline because I realized that until I learned that discipline, I was, I was never going to have any more money. Mm-hmm. And so it, it wasn't like, and that's why a lot of times, even when people get a lot of money, they end up not having any money. Because if you don't have that discipline, you know, on how to, you know, spend properly, all that kind of stuff, you will run out of money. And I just feel like I, until I passed it on that level, mm-hmm. towards like, okay, I'm going to stop blowing money over here. I'm going to stop blowing money over there. I'm just, I just want to be faithful over this. It was like I, I changed and then my circumstance changed. Right. And I would also say, you know, for anything you're going through, they often say you're only five questions away from it. Mm-hmm. So, for example... Say you're a single mother with five kids, mm-hmm. you know, because you will hear people who say, well, I hear all that. That's good. But the money, I, the amount of money I make every month mm-hmm. can't even solve half of my financial problems. So mm-hmm. how do I change? So I would begin by saying, okay, if I have all these responsibilities and I need a certain amount of money to, you know, to kind of not just uh, live from hand to mouth. I want to mm-hmm. thrive. Mm-hmm. I want to I get beyond this, this thing. Why? How much do I need? Okay, I need, say, 5000 a month. I need 10000 a month. Okay. Now, based on my present circumstances, why am I not making 10000 a month? Mm-hmm. Well, you're not making 10000 a month because of this, right? So what can I do mm-hmm. to make 10000 a month? So like I said, it's simply five questions a way to get down to the root cause. And that goes back to... Are we willing to undergo the process? The process, mm-hmm. the and I painful think process. It's a mental exert. You mm-hmm. gotta exert. And we gotta stop making excuses energy. too. That's right. a lot you know, of it. Yeah, a lot your, of excuses. Put your mind. Put your put your mind to work. Ask yourself, why am I not at this level, and what do I need to do to be at this level, mm-hmm. and then map out that plan and go about it. And we, of course, with God's help, I don't see why you wouldn't achieve it. Sounds like a topic for so, empire. So, so mm. it's the work is the work. People are very, we're, including me, you know, we're, we're all in this rush. I want to do this. I want to do this. And the reason why I can tell we're in a rush is because we come up with this a day before the new year. And then we start making <laughs> a resolution, you know. All this and, stuff going to change, right? And now. that's why within 30 days, it's half of with. the people have forgotten. They go back to yeah. the norm. Yeah. You know, because there's an internal wiring that has we to We go change. back to comfort. Even in discomfort, we go back to what's, what's familiar, I guess you could say. I rem- yeah, I remember a pastor from Alabama, uh, Chris Hodges. I was in a conference there, and he asked one question that really rocked me to my soul. He said, what is the one thing in your own life, if you changed it now, mm-hmm. would propel you into a future you never dreamed mm-hmm. possible? Mm-hmm. What is the one thing? Mm-hmm. And I always believe that the internal terrain commands the external terrain. And I don't want to get deep with this. You know what I mean? But it's like, true though. like my change, the changes I create causes the reality of my own circumstances. Everybody's internal microscope, the lens through which you view all of life, creates your circumstances. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Mm-hmm. I can make a decision right now that would define a new circumstance for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think it's the work. People, let's face it, we're, we're afraid to do the work because the work, 
not only exposes things I'm not willing to do, yeah. it exposes my weaknesses, mm-hmm. it exposes my excuses. Yeah. And we hate to bring our excuses out, out there in the light. I think we make some excuses that we don't even know that we're making excuses. <laughs> right. I like, like that. It's I like so, that. We, we, so, you know? Like, it's just the first thing comes out. I'm like, I don't want to hear yeah. it. You know, like the first thing we say is why I can't do this and why I can't. We do it so much, we don't even realize we're making excuses. Absolutely. And this is the reason why we try to pull others down because when you have people who are finally on to what they they Then we get upset with them. Yeah, you upset <laughs> right, with them because right, right. they follow and what, they go. What yeah. the, the extra mile they take exposes our unwillingness to change. Right. Yeah. And I'm telling you, change is, not everybody really wants to change. People right. are so comfortable at where they are. Yeah. They're so used to it mm-hmm. that they don't want to move. They don't want to change. So have you guys made plans to, as we, uh, we're not calling it resolutions right now, we're going to call it doing the work. <laughs> so, uh, right, we're going to change ours. <laughs> <laughs> this year I'm working on, uh, what What do you plan on working on, uh, Pastor Kelly? Hmm. That's a good question. Well, one of the things that I'm going to work on, we're going to write some books this year. I have uh, two books that I need to get done over the next 90 days. Mm. So I've already said starting uh, this week, I'm going to get started on that because I really want to have one finished, particularly by Empire. Okay. Um, I have to get it done. I've been thinking about it in my head, so it's just a matter of sitting down writing it. I was having to get through this morning all day sickness, but all day sickness. I'm, I'm pushing through and I really, really, really um, need to get this done. So that's one thing because I know it's going to set a lot of people free. Um, another thing is, you know, I don't want to say pray more, but I want to just have more... Um, I want to have a daily face-to-face encounter with God, like on a deeper level than I have right now. So it just means pressing in more. I'm scared of that. I'm ready, though. I'm ready. Because, <laughs> um, you know, I just feel like there's more. There's so many things that God has shown us, and we're going to see it. So whatever that requires, I'm willing to pay that price. And I know my husband is, too. Uh, I also want to work on being a better wife. Um, I don't have a, a numerical value for that, yeah. but I'm being led by the Spirit of God on that. And, of course, a better mom to our five, soon to be six children and all the other ones we've adopted. So um, that's just family goals, personal goals. And then, like we talked not too long ago, like I'm not going to get tired in my doing good. I'm just going to just get busy doing good and there's only a matter of time before all of it catches up. Right. And and the rest is up to God. As long as you're doing good. I'm just going to keep being busy doing good. Well, I want to really point out her pride of, of her pointing out, you know, all the things that she wants to do in the new year. Really proud of you. Thank you. Go for it. I'm, I'm right behind you there. Um, I think for me, um, you know, the way my brain works is funny the way it works. I kind of peel, you know, I just keep peeling till I get to the root. Because mm-hmm. I feel like, man, if the root is not healthy, That's true. you can pour all your energy trying oh, yeah. to make the fruit work and yeah. wasted years, wasted effort. So for me, the root is this. It's so simple. I want to um, make sure I don't leave the house in the morning without an encounter. I want to make sure I don't go to bed at night without an encounter. And I want to make sure that throughout the day, I have these little moments Mm -hmm. where my spirit is constantly aglow, just connected. I think for me, this is the root. And if the root is wholesome, if the root is healthy, I promise you, you don't have to, you don't even have to work too much Mm -mm. to figure out how the fruit is going to come. It's going to be there. So for me, that's, I, I want to get to the root issue. You know, the root issue for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't want to spend all my time and energy and effort pouring so much. You know, and we've been there. It's like you have a machete that is not sharpened and and you just, you know, keep cutting this Iroko tree and it's just more strength and you're getting blisters on your hand, Mm -hmm. you know. So the more the the, 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 the axe is is sharpened and it's, it's, 
uh, then the effort you apply is less. Well, we would just listen to a sermon on the way over here, and I'm paraphrasing, but one of the things it said was, the more time you spend in his presence or being in his presence, your weaknesses and your sins will be exposed. So that's mm. right on, right? Because the more time I spend in his presence, the things that need to be stripped away will be stripped away. Mm. And there'll come um, conviction with that, and there'll come an inward working of the Holy Spirit. So you can't go wrong being in his presence. He'll show you things that you need to work on. Because, you know, you go back to those fruits. Um, I'm telling you, when you're so in tune, ah, you can't mm-hmm. even keep up with God. Mm-mm-mm. Like you can't keep, God is a thousand <laughs> miles ahead of you and you are just, but he's supplying all this wind and you talk about flooding of ideas. Mm-hmm. Right. You talk about even the strength to implement these ideas. Mm-hmm. Man, because now you're under such a clear direction. Is it go there, do this, I mean, he says, that, I'll show you the way to go. You know, I'll show you the way to go. So, And it points me back to the book of Acts where I love the relationship the Holy Spirit had with the church. He, he mm-hmm. felt more like a person, like a real person mm-hmm. who was actively involved even in their cooking, their cleaning, mm-hmm. every aspect of their lives. He was a person that was engaged, you know, and I think that's where um, I personally want to get to in 2020. Um and I'm looking forward to it. So it's the root. I get the root healthy. Everything else is going to be healthy. Gotcha. Anything, Amen. any practical, and not saying that's not practical, but you guys know what I mean. Any yeah. practical, practical thing that you want this year, be it an item, be it a purchase, be it like, hmm, mm. I, I really want to do this for myself this year. Well, the only thing I have to say is, and some people like, Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, some people be like, what? I got something practical on I got that. something, though. Okay. But this is where I am on this, right? Like, you know, most people know the story. Like, God uh, blessed us with our miracle home in 2018. Mm-hmm. So this is now 2020. And somehow we have outgrown the house. And when I say outgrown the house, it's because we have a few extra people there. <laughs> And we have four dogs. And, oh, my God, that's a whole nother story. And when I say outgrown, I just mean we don't have a place of solitude in the house to pray. Mm. Um, And so, like, even just a few weeks back, I got up for prayer. And there was literally nowhere to pray. So I just sat in front of the Christmas tree. (laughs) And my husband realized I was missing. He came out and he found me. He was like, what are you doing? I said, I'm just sitting here praying in front of the Christmas tree. And I remember praying to God. I said, God, I'm so thankful for what you have done. I am so thankful. I said, and I'll be thankful in this house for the next 30 years if this is your will for us. I said, but if it's your will that we get something else for the sake of having more solitude, because when you have six kids and four dogs and they're getting older, some of them, and they have friends and the friends like to come over and people like to come over and our staff is always over because they're family too. It's just, it's busy. And, And there are times, you know, when you really do need that solitude. And so it's like, you know, our house really isn't set well, up for that. she's telling you, in essence, she wants a bigger house. <laughs> but, not, but, 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 and this is the honest God truth. I'm also very, I'm also, if, it's, if that's not the best route, I'm good. Like, it's not something that I'm anxious for. Gotcha. I'm just, I've recognized this pattern. This has happened before. Mm-hmm. And God moved in a powerful way. And my thing is, but here's the thing. It's just like, Lord, I want to lose weight. I want to be healthy so that I can run my race. Father God, the true reason why I desire this larger home is so that we can truly have exclusive places of solitude where the kids can be the kids, but we can also have a special place to press into your presence. And that's, that's the number that's one true. reason mm-hmm. and really the sole reason that will make me want to leave the house that we're already in. And I have peace with that because that's the truth, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's not like I'm coming from some kind of, 
And there's nothing wrong with just wanting another house and wanting. No. But like for me, if it wasn't for that, then I would be fine. Like if we were just normal people who you know you know didn't do what we do, right. you know, it would be different. But our house, which I didn't realize at the time, it is not set up uh, for the direction I feel like God is leading us yeah. into, especially for, for 2020. Like it's just not set up like that. It's it's nice and it's and all of that, but it is not set up. Uh, as a place of solitude. That's the same though. Well, I want to get rid of our dog, some of our, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, 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 none of that. None of that. He well, said that, that, but he would I not look, get rid of those dogs. I look, I look at the, the the last two we've got, oh. and, and I said, what intrinsic value do these dogs add to my life other than poo, pee, and eat? But anyway. <laughs> he wouldn't um, get rid of them, though. He just I, says that. One of the things I really want to work on is creating real wealth. You know, and I know mm-hmm. people are like, you're a pastor. You talk about stuff. Absolutely. Yes, we do. You know, I mean, when I say, you know, family wealth, that to me is becoming, um, um, what do you call it? It's becoming more important to me now than ever before. Mm-hmm. Um, Leaving and, you know, inheritance. And it's not just creating wealth for the sake of creating wealth. Or obviously, when you move in that direction, there are certain... Uh, disciplines that it brings to your life which are essential for your own soul but you know there's a difference between looking like you're rich and actually being rich Mm -hmm. um creating wealth um you know we got a large family right now and (laughs) and so um that's really important to me as the man of the house Mm -hmm. you know looking for ways to really minimize liabilities increase Mm -hmm. assets and the profit margin being amazing in mm-hmm. between those two mm-hmm. equilibrium. So that's a big goal, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I, I think we're going to be invested in all kinds of businesses, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And hopefully um, also use that to reveal to the church, particularly today's church uh, and for clergy, you know, that I don't want my fellow clergymen and women dependent on a salary from the church right. or from their ministry. Mm-hmm. You know, you may start out there, you may mm-hmm. have to be there for a while, mm-hmm. but having have as an end goal that at some point mm-hmm. you're not going to need that. Mm-hmm. You know, as an example on how you you have a, a thousands of missionaries who depend on right. people. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but don't stay there. Right. Get to a place at some point where you don't have to depend, you don't on, have right. to depend on that. You can right. create multiple instruments. So for me, that's a big goal for 2020. Right. If nothing else, just the process, envisioning that, planning, strategizing, yeah. and hopefully implementing some some strategies on that. Which again is why Empire is so important. We're going to have a lot to share. Empire mm-hmm. is so important. Mm-hmm. So you guys need to get ready for Empire Absolutely. in, in March. March. Absolutely. In fact, uh, let me tell you this uh, very quickly. I wish, like, like like the scripture says, when Moses said, I wish every one of God's children were prophets. Um, I wish that every single child of God had at least four streams of income. Absolutely. That we get to a place, particularly within a, a society like the American society, the Western society, uh, the European society, where a lot of people depend on jobs, mm-hmm. that we ch- completely shift that paradigm where not one single person has to be dependent on the so-called J-O-B. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? You know right. what I mean? I'm mm-hmm. not saying we, we shouldn't have jobs. Mm-hmm. But I think if the things we do in life were done out of passion, I think if the things we do in life are things of I love to, mm-hmm. I want to, rather than I have to, yeah. I think we'll have a better society. 
Absolutely. Oh, this is going to be a good month because we can talk about visions and stuff, huh? Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Okay. So with that being said, guys, um, we'll catch you next week. We're going to continue to talk about our 2020 vision. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's going to be moving forward in 2020. It's a year of excitement. Yeah. We can even talk about y'all 20 and 20. We'll get into that next podcast. Yeah. We'll get into that at the next podcast. So catch y'all later. Bye. Bye. (laughs)